You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since we dialed in to vote for Kelly Clarkson to win American Idol. Now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm J.B. Wagner. And on today's episode, we are celebrating our 100th episode. Eddie, did you think we would ever get here? Um, knowing no, yes. Knowing our, knowing track, our record. track record. We usually, I don't know. Do you, do you know how long we made it on, on other attempts? Not this uh, far. I I'm know pretty that. sure the farthest we got was maybe 18 to 20. And that's when we were doing like multiple episodes, like a week and stuff. Oh, I thought TRN. we at least got up to like a, a 50 maybe. No. No, 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 hard no. Okay, we never. We, I think our, I think our first time through, we did pretty well. We got to like yeah. twenty, like in with TRN, we got like twenty episodes. But the second time around, we made like five, and then we were done. <laughs> we just well, stopped. I, I felt like this would be the one to go the distance. I felt like we, we hit a good, so uh, a good topic. format. We good topic. Plenty of runway, you know. We can just keep going, keep chugging one, at one it. One a week, one a week, one a week. Um, we're not having to pay additional money uh, in order to <laughs> gain expertise on the oh, content. That first, that first show, theaters, rentals, Red, and Redbox, and Netflix. Netflix. That yeah. was a lot. That was a lot. We were both single. <laughs> We were already doing and, that anyway, so it's not like we were spending right. extra money. We were just forcing ourselves to do <clears throat> But there would be weeks where we didn't have, you know, a rental or we hadn't watched, you know, anything in theaters and we would run out. But yeah, it was. Uh, I do. I do remember doing all the little pieces of popcorn. Spent a lot of time on that graphic for all the little pieces of popcorn uh, with uh, Photoshop. That was getting my photoshop skills up but this one has been different right i think i've had uh i think well i mean we're in in different phases of life we you know we've had a lot of big moves and changes especially us and it's just kind of like helped in in doing this uh during the time of doing this podcast um so it's just kind of helps keep us having some type of creative project and working together on something. Our vanity project. I like our to, vanity I like, project. I like, to, I like to call us and our 15 listeners. We're up to 15 now. we got 15 devoted <sighs> listeners over time. Uh, I, yeah, there's some somewhere around the time when, I mean, probably after we did came back when we restarted the podcast last year, when uh, um, you guys had finished moving and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. And we're like, okay, we're going to do this. But even before <laughs> then, we had gotten such a good groove of of regularity that it seemed like yes, we're, this is going to keep going. So I I, that that's a good point. When we came back at it after we had moved down here to Costa Rica and we found a rhythm being here, also, I was like, oh yeah, this is this could keep going. This could keep going. We actually just crossed. Uh, we've been in Costa Rica a year now. We crossed that uh, last week. We've been down here a year. That's so crazy. It is. It is. So a hundred seems like, yeah, I admit, that feels like a worthy, a worthy milestone for our endeavors. And so we've, we, we've decided to do a couple fun things for this. Uh, we had so much fun with the speed round that we did with our wives back several episodes ago that we thought, Hey, let's go ahead and do that again. Um, but the first thing I wanted to start off with, and maybe this is part of speed round, maybe it's not, should have probably just folded it into it, but the thing we've been dying to do is just to go back and see, are there any rankings that we would take back? That's been our thing as we've looked at, hey, looking at our rankings again, as we right as we do the next uh, ranking of a, of a show. And there's always kind of that, oh, but is it as good or worse than I gave Mulan or whatever? And so now's our time, Eddie, to, to bring it back up and to... Make make a make a make a pitch to maybe one one or a couple episodes should be higher or lower than they than than we gave them. Um, well, I, I have to give one ob- 
observation in going through the list. I would say I, I want to count it up. I should have counted it up and given like good statistics on this. <laughs> but I dare say the majority of the time I am way overly generous than you. <laughs> I feel like you are quite balanced and uh, even handed in your rankings. And I'm always a little more like, but, uh, and if you look at them, I'm constantly giving like a 0.5 more or just like yeah. a little bit more of like with a few exceptions. There's a few I, exceptions where you where the majority of them, I would say we are even like we were. There's a lot. Yeah. We're in agreement. It's kind of a, you know, and then a handful, a select few. You end up being a little more generous than me. Well, and I think that's a good place to start, because if we're going to go with a movie that I overranked. Overranked. Now, now that I think about it, and so if I, I that we should, I should probably have ranked it a little bit lower. And it was pure nostalgia, pure nostalgia. But it was one of the few that I actually ranked a lot higher, like considerable amount higher than you did. And for me, that movie is Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> As it was special because we had to like buy the DVD and like you had to mail it, mail it. And we so, shipped it all over the country. Yeah, and and now my son like like they they randomly asked to watch the baseball movie again. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good emotions around it. But five a was five? Real, five was generous. <laughs> That's not it's not a uh, it's not an Academy Award winning movie by any stretch of the imagination. And so I think most of that that and you only give it a three. And I think a lot of it had to do with nostalgia and all the moments and the the silliness that happened in it. But overall, it is not like a, a great story. <laughs> it probably shouldn't have been a five. It shouldn't have been greater than a lot of the than Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback should probably be I gave which I gave a four. Probably shouldn't be ranked above that. Just gonna, just gonna throw that out there. So that's that's one that I saw that I'm like, I should probably, I rank that a little bit too high. That's uh, I think that's a good one. I um, what are you gonna? What's your new rating for it then? Oh, that's hard. I didn't think about that part. I think I think I just put it down to um, probably three and a half, four. There's still a lot of nostalgia for me. I loved that film. Loved uh, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Uh so many so many great moments from it and just silliness but it really is just a silly movie so it probably should be closer to like three and a half four i went back through and i'm looking at this and i'm going uh, you know for the most part uh, i stand by my ratings you know i do too i, I do too I, I didn't find all i was expecting more yeah me too and i'm like you know what we're pretty good at this and and, <laughs> and since this is our little vanity project i'm just gonna toot our horn a little bit and say, you know what? I think we did pretty good. Uh, if I were to lower one, the probably the one that stood out to me the most, I can't figure out for the life of me why I gave a two. You gave it a one, but I gave it a two. I'll be home for Christmas. The JTT Christmas movie. Are you saying that it should have been a one? I'm saying I don't know why I didn't give it a one in the first place. <laughs> like short short of going back and re-listening to that whole episode, I've been racking my brain going, why in the world did I give it a two? Like there's nothing worth nothing worth watching there. Not memorable at all. And that whole first sequence where they're in college or high school or college, but it looks like a high school. Yeah. Is unbearable to watch. Unbearable to watch. So that is mine. I'm going, what in the world? What is I thinking there? Yeah, I needed to bump that one up a little bit more. Mine that I chose for, I was a little too harsh on this film uh, because mostly I've heard so many people love this film. And now I'm like, maybe I was just a little bit mad about mad about it. And I was mad about the music because I really, I still don't like the music in this, but The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yay! I gave it a two. Yeah. And that seemed a little harsh compared to the fact that Blank Check is a two. I think this is better Ooh. Than, Ooh. than Blank Check. Although, even as I say that, I don't know if they even that's a good one either because uh, a lot of people, I think, would uh, 
that's a that's a child childhood uh great one for them but so many people love the muppet christmas carol and gotta give it to to uh our main guy in that film to does a great job playing the during michael Michael kane playing the straight character in it Mm -hmm. with all the muppets happening around them it's just i was so sad about the music that i just did not care for any of the music so i'm sure if i watched it again right now i'd probably be like oh that's fine so i i kind of had as i went back over the list there was two animated ones that i came back and realized um i rated lower than than you just slightly and i'm going yeah you know what i don't know why i was so harsh on on both of those but i don't think that we said just one so i'm I'm going to mention both, but I'm going to tell you which one I'm going to really reach back and and bump up. I went low on both Mulan and Aladdin. Um, you gave uh, gave Aladdin a four, while you gave it a three and a half, and you gave it a th- uh, Mulan a three point five, and I gave it a three. I think I'm going to reach back and grab Mulan and bump Mulan up a point. Ooh. Because as I sit and I think about it, it's like, I I really enjoy Mulan. Like, I find myself there's quoting it when the songs come on, like I'm singing along, um, probably much more so than, than you know, Aladdin. Um, I don't know why I, I rank that lower. I And I would go back and bump that up a whole point and give Ooh, it a, a point. Okay. give it a four. Because um, I really like it. I think it's a fun story. It's... Um, adventurous it was a little bit different for disney a little more action oriented in the time um yeah i'm gonna bump up mulan a whole point to a four i almost went back and bumped up pocahontas because i only gave it a two and a half but there's a lot of cultural things that i think we debated not debated but like discussed quite a bit in that film we both gave it a two and a half and i think that's what really drove it down yeah, uh, just because like uh, this story is whitewashing everything that happened yeah. <laughs> in that time period. So it makes and sense. I don't find uh, I mean, Colors of the Wind uh, just around the river bend. Those are two great songs. Yeah. Um, But I don't like find myself like singing along if they come across on the kids playlist or anything like that. Yeah. Like like Mulan, you know, if uh, uh, some of the Mulan songs come along, I'm just like belting them out. I agree. I agree. I can I can get up there with Christina. I mean, reflections. I can I can hit them runs. Let me tell you. I don't want anybody else hearing me hit those <laughs> runs. But Eddie, was there a movie that uh, surprised you when you went back and rewatched it? Like thinking, like not not now, but like when we did the when they did these. Like, there's one you like. Oh yeah, I remember. Was not expecting it to be that good, or I had yes. better memories and it was yes. way worse. No, I mine was a surprise for the better. Um, and that was Dinosaur. Yes. Like Dinosaur 100%. surprised me so much. And I think like that whole episode, we were just like, okay, the first act was weird. But after that, that was a really in um solid how do I even story. say that? It was a solid, solid story. story. Solid story. Yeah, the animation style was weird, but you know, it's they, their first foray into that, they had to kind of try that. They had to yep. go for that. Um, but that really surprised me how how good of a story that really was. I that was an honorable mention for me. But the two th- uh two big things I I remember going through was I with my love of animals, Eddie, all things animals, big animals, all things animals. Here, yeah. Iron Will completely took me by surprise i was not prepared for the emotional toll of that story in the in a good way i really you didn't grow up with it nope that was my first time really watching it and was floored by how solid of a story it was so i just wanted to make sure to say and i gave it it was i think you gave it five five gummy worms i gave it just a straight five uh but i thought it was such a good story but then the other thing that went the other direction of rewatching for the first time in a long time it's just all the one Saturday morning adaptations with Doug and Recess. They were all so bad. So bad. I don't know. 
it like made me question like why did i even like the show in the first place (laughs) question your whole child question everything yes flashed before your eyes okay so we're gonna speed through we have a bunch of random disney questions uh we really enjoyed doing this with our wives back uh several months ago when we did this together with them. And so we got just more random questions that we're going to go through. Uh, the thing we're going to wait till the end is uh, we just want to put this in your ear listener. As you're listening to this, Eddie and I both took a, a Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed, a Buzzfeed quiz quiz on which Disney princess are you? Cause I mean, why not? But we're going to, but that's going to be the end. That's how we're going to end. This is just like answering that. So you guys can sit there and think about, or maybe even take the quiz yourself while you're sitting there listening to us talk. What is the likelihood that we got the same one? I highly doubt it. I really don't think that we have the same one, Eddie. It's probable. If we did, uh, I will be shocked. I'll be shook in my seat right here. I feel like if we end up with the same one, okay, let's wager now. We will rewatch the gorilla sequence from Shipwrecked li- live to record. <laughs> All right. Wait, I mean, we're saving it till the end. The wager is if we end up with the same princess, we will watch the gorilla sequence from Shipwrecked live to, to record. We'll put that on our YouTube channel so you can watch us rewatch it. What? <laughs> together it's gonna okay. be so good uh, uh, it'll be a surprise but i i do think it would be it, it's it's possible it could happen it could so ha- it could happen it, it, it could happen um there's an angels in the outfield cut for you um so you want to hang in there to the end so otherwise let's get started the very first one disney villain that kept you up at night as a kid I don't think there's any doubt that we've mentioned her before as one of the best Disney villains, and that is Ursula. She's just so creepy with all the things with her little eels and stealing people's voices and souls and turning people into little shrimp. Like she's just a great, <laughs> great bad person. Emancipated shrimp is yep. what emaciated. Olaf calls it. Eman- emaciated shrimp. Oh, yeah, I can't no, get the I, word the out. Olaf says. <laughs> Olaf presents. Yes, I love the Olaf Presents series. Uh, I pick Scar, because I think Scar has the best villain song of any Disney villain. Be Prepared is, for me, the quintessential uh, villain song. So I picked him. Maybe not so much. I don't know if any villain really kept me up as a kid, but I would say, like, who do I, who's my favorite villain? Who do I think is the best? I'm going to go with Scar. And he was pretty, I think he's scary. One, Jerry Irons gives a great performance. But he also, he's, you know, he twists the words, you know, he plays around with your perception on things. And for me, that's, that's a conniving villain that just creepy. So most overrated Disney movie. That was a, it's a big, uh, big, big decision on here. But if you listen, I have two, you have two. Ooh, well, I'll go ahead and say mine. So then we can get to all of your plethora of options here. Um, it's no surprise if you watch this and this isn't so much that it, it's because there's a, there's a small group of people trying to make it a big deal. And I'm just like, stop trying to make Atlantis a thing because uh, it's yeah. not a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. It was so bad. Such like once they get to it, the, the biggest drop off in this thing is they make Atlantis this big thing they had to get to. And once they get there, it's a waste of your time. So sad. They don't, should have made the it. whole movie about go, like the journey to Atlantis and then, you know, the climb, you know, don't, 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 don't open the mystery box. Don't tell us exactly what Atlantis is, but yes. Yep. Uh, my two were, um, well, I think I'm just going to go with one. I think I'm going to hold back. I'm going to hold back on one. Don't hold back on the show. Eddie. No, no, no. You, I'm just going to hold show. back. I'm going to go with Zootopia. I've, oh. I think I've mentioned this before. I'm not, I'm just not a fan of Zootopia. What? At what all. And I know it what is like you? so popular. Is it because, is it, is it, is this because you are a Hoosier and you feel like shots were fired at you personally with the rabbits? No, okay. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I just felt like it, it, it was one, it was 
I just felt like it was really preachy. It was really preachy. Um, <laughs> and that's coming from a preacher. Um, so, you know, that was a little like, okay, you're it's just trying too hard. And then the whole like villain turn, I just felt like by the time that had happened, y- you'd done that too many times, Disney. Like it was great with Frozen 1, but like, you know, we, no. You know, the 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 person you thought was the good, kind person the whole time. Whoa, actually, you know, to me, that was just like, that's a weak story choice. I don't like that. So there was just several little beats in there. Yeah. The world building and stuff. It's cute. It's clever. I don't know. I'm just I'm not a fan of it. It's OK to be wrong, Eddie. Sometimes you can just be wrong. <laughs> Do you really like it? I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Whenever it's on, I stop what I'm doing to watch it. Because I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. There's just so many different characters and different animals and stuff like that. Did you watch Zootopia Plus? I did. I watched some. I of watched those. one. They were fun. I don't think the plus uh, ones are what I'm dying to rewatch again. I I enjoy I enjoyed the main main one, but you know it's okay. Eddie, did you, you do you do you have a song that's been that that easily is like the first thing that sticks in your ear? What's the earworm song Disney song for you? So I try to be clever here and not pick the obvious. But then I realize the obvious is the answer to the question because it's the earworm, right? Like, of course, like it it has to be these. So I don't know. I I immediately wrote down two. I think there has been two in the past few decades that are just like stuck earworm earworm in everybody. And that is uh, we don't talk about Bruno and, and let it go. Like those are those 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 have been stuck in everybody's heads at some moment in time, especially if you have younger young girls. Yes, who love yes. those things and want to sing it all the time. I I I'm glad you went with the more obvious ones, Eddie, because uh, then this would let me pick up one from my child from our childhood, and that is from The Lion King. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. I would sing this nonstop in rounds over and over and over again. So I went with that. I went with that that song instead. You went with Mr. Bean. Interesting. Is that who popularized that song? No. Rowan Atkinson is the voice of Zazu. Oh, he is. Huh, huh. Stuck in my head, whether I want it to be there or not, whether I'm enjoying huh. it or not. I see. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Found something that you liked of Mr. Bean. Oh, I didn't say I like earworm is not about liking something. It's about it being stuck in your head. Listeners, hop on the YouTube feed and you will see the smile that creeped across JB's face as he began to sing that song. And it's undeniable. Undeniable. The enjoyment that he finds in Rowan Atkinson. So the next one, what is a country that you can't believe they haven't made a Disney movie about? I'm going to need your help on this one because I, I thought long and hard. Do you so go two, first? Or, or do you, you go right? first. You go first because I think one of mine you're going to pick. So technically, they have not made a Disney movie about Japan. Yep. San Francisco is a fictional hybrid world and there is no they have not made a movie about Japan. But They've it's made, more San Francisco than it is Tokyo. Yes. It's got Japanese inspiration. And I don't know if it's just because if they did one about Japan, they'd have to they'd feel the need to make it anime and that's not their style. I don't know what the deal is. But the fact that they haven't done any Japanese Disney movie Feels like a miss. Just going to yes. say that. It feels like a miss. And especially, I mean, Japan is a big fan market for them. With Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. Like, they are diehard Disney fans as a country. So, yeah, that was the first one that jumped to my mind. And then I thought, oh, no, JB's going to pick that one. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So, I picked, because technically they have not. Brazil, and we're not counting Rio, okay, everybody? I know they acquired them in the Fox acquisition, but that doesn't count. <laughs> but Brazil, there is no... Dis- I mean, you've got the... Uh, there's an old cartoon 
kind of like saludos amigos, but that's not really purely Brazil. It's like vignettes of stories. That's where like the the three the three caballeros come out of um, that that short and everything. Uh, Walt Disney during World War II, the U.S. government paid for him to tour around South America, particularly Brazil. He spent a lot of time in Brazil as a goodwill ambassador. Um, his mission on behalf of the U.S. government was to either keep South America, you know, neutral or on the, the, the side of the allies. That was their job is to kind of help heal that relationship. So I'm shocked that no like big um, uh, tent pole picture has come out based in Brazil. That, that shocks me. They did the little saludos amigos thing. That's got a couple of like Brazilian vignettes, but no like big consequential movie. That is one. I hadn't thought about that one. Uh, so for animal, so an animal you you can't believe they haven't made an iconic Disney character about. It's a hard question, dude. They've made so many animals. I am just so many. I sat here just going fox or like Disney animal <laughs> movie with Disney with a movie that Bear. has the features. No. A fox. Uh, got, a yep. whale. No. All of the things. So I went a, I went a little bit different on this one. Unless you Ooh. want to go first, you, you no, 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 you go, okay. you go. I I went with that they haven't made a main character, so okay, because there's so many animals that they have covered, especially once you get into Zootopia and stuff like that. They finally got them all, but the ones that they that I'm surprised they had they've that they've made a lot. They made a lot of this animal in a lot of films. There's a whole like twenty or thirty of them, and they've never made a main character, and often they don't make it a speaking character. And that's a horse. They have so many movies featuring a horse that's like almost like the companion or uh, in the um, like the secondary. Like it's not even secondary. It's like sometimes the third, fourth, fifth uh, other character in it. And it's like they give them a little bit of a moment and then move on. But they've never made like a main character horse. So I thought that was interesting. Just going back through, they're always the 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 either the companion or the they kind of come in and have a little bit of comic relief like in uh tangled with the horse that's kind of acting like a bloodhound but they yeah, never made sense. it a like a talking i mean most of them aren't even talking they're mostly just like the the we're riding them in and then then moving on or they're kind of like oh oh they're they're like man's best friend but they've never made it like an iconic like lovable like really um I guess Tangled is the closest to like a, a fun character, but it's- that's that's the one I, I get I got hung up on as you were talking through. It was like Maximus is a really strong character in that movie, so maybe he takes it off, but he never talks in it. True, you have no talking horse, no talking horse other than Mister Ed. So there you go. That's true, and yeah, I mean you have a side. Yeah, isn't it like the general or something like that in? Um, 101 Dalmatians, but like he's maybe in it one scene, two scenes, yep. very short. Um, that's a really good one. I went a different direction in that I had recently done digging on um, projects that died in production, um, like Disney movies that were being produced. Because I, I got curious. I don't know if you remember, this was not too long ago. They had announced Gigantic was going to be like this big uh, Disney animation project. They were going to finally do Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. And I just was like, well, what happened to that? You know, and my curiosity got for the better of me. And then I also discovered another movie that they had started over at Pixar. um, And that was Newt. So I'm going to go with a Newt as an animal (laughs) that they have not. Um. And it was a story of two newts, the last male newt and female newt in the world. And the premise was that they can't stand each other. um, And yet they're the only ones left who can help their species survive. Um, And some of the artwork and stuff that came out from it was like, okay, this is intriguing. Like, this could be really beautiful how they did it. Um, so, yeah, I went with Newt more or less just because I want to see 
I want to see something that kind of died in production. Like, okay, go back <laughs> and retry that idea. See if you can bring it back out. Well, speaking of random things that died and we're bringing them back, I got a, I got a real sideways question here for you. So, if you you're scared gonna, me, if Rick you're going to, if you're going to cat, so we're going to do a random actor. This is the only very specific one I had on this list, which is, I just thought it'd be funny. Will Ferrell just jumps into all kinds of different genres and types of films. And did you see Spirited? I have not seen Spirited because we don't have Apple. Apple uh, TV Plus, so that's right. You're anti Apple. Anti Apple, um, so we can't. Did that Amazon all the way. Uh, that, that was that was, when you said he jumps into all different things. Like yes, movies. Like, yep. So I thought, well, a musical. It's a full fledged musical. That's what I was like. What it looks like? Good. He's singing and dancing it looks and everything. Fun, yeah. But thinking about Will Ferrell and his uh, ambidextrous character development, what? How would you cast him as a Disney character? What which which movie or uh, character would you put him in? All right. So I went very specific here and am building on a concept that we we touched on earlier um, with the Muppets. And I'm going to come back oh. to it. I want we had talked about I think you it was your idea to do um, a Space Mountain Muppets movie. Ooh. And I think he needs to be the straight character in the Muppets movie. Like one, I just want to see that. <laughs> and two, I think it should be a sp- the Space Mountain ride version. And somehow he is like the commander of the space station. Because, you know, like Space Mountain, you're taking off from a space station or whatever. So I think that needs to be somehow the center of the story. And Will Ferrell is the commander of said space station for the Muppets Space Mountain. Eddie, I love that I gave very little direction in this. And you could have gone a lot of ways. I might have gone out the cheaped out way and just found a a current or an already made Disney movie and said he should have been in it instead of other people. Uh, I love that you created your own. No, no, JP. Character you, development. You, you created the 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 initial idea <laughs> of doing Space Mountain should be recreated Do, with Muppets. Yeah. Muppets, and then I'm like, we got to get Will Ferrell in a Muppet movie. And I don't. As much as it would be easy to throw him in a Jungle Cruise with the Muppets, like I feel like that's too easy, right? And that's what's so great about Will Ferrell is he does the unexpected. He doesn't do what's easy. Right. And I, I think I, I, yeah, I just, for whatever reason, like a, a commander of a space station, like he, he plays the overconfident guy really well. Oh yeah. And you, you put that in the space station, like that, that creates great drama. Let's, let's make that movie. Eddie. Call us, call us Disney. Eddie, we must all one day choose between doing, between doing what is right and doing what is easy. So. (laughs) I need that on Let's a t-shirt. Let's put that on a t-shirt. Uh, what did you pick? I thinking about his uh that whole stretch that he did of just jumping into sports movies. Yes. Just Blades of Glory and Tropic Th- or not Tropic Thunder, uh um or Ricky the Ballad of Ricky Bobby and all that stuff. I was like, I want to see some more sports movies with him. And specifically, I just want to see him in cool runnings. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he would take over the John Candy role or if he is one of the bobsled guys or he's one of the Germans that's like, or the, yes. the um, or not the Germans, the Swiss, the Swiss, the Swiss. The, I feel like he'd be the evil Swiss team. I really, mm-hmm. I really think that it would really work out well for him for mm-hmm. his character. Or the, so, or the East German or the West German. German. Yes. Yeah. So that, that I, be... I want to see him in cool runnings. Um, so I brought up an attraction JB, what movie desperately needs a Disney attraction that doesn't have one? So let me just ask you this, because you know what's coming for the Disney parks. Is there going to be a Moana experience? Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to use... Kind of. Okay. There's a walk through like the journey of water that's going to open later this year at Epcot. And... What it appears is that, like, after they had developed out the full idea, they were like, somebody must have walked by and went, why aren't you making that Moana themed? And there's little 
shoehorned elements of Moana. So I don't, it's not like telling the story of Moana. I see where you're going with that. Um, I, I, I hadn't thought about that one before, but my beloved animal kingdom, I don't, don't put Zootopia in there. I don't like it. And it's animals with <laughs> pants. They don't fit in the animal kingdom, but I, I did like the idea of doing like an Oceana area of animal kingdom. And like, cause animal kingdom doesn't have any representation for like, the ocean animals and you could really do something cool with Moana there, especially animal kingdom. Uh, The whole park has a a strong sense of adventure and, you know, exploration. And that fits really well with the, the Moana storyline. I'd give her a whole whole land there. I hadn't thought about that before. That's not my, there you go. Give her a water park. I like it. So what, what, what's yours? What would, what would, was that, was that legit yours or did you have another? Let's just go with it. We'll go with it. I you had another. another. I want to hear the other. This is fun. I mean, armchair. Even as in, we were sitting here, all I could think about was all the random movies that there's nothing for. Like the Lion King. Is there anything Lion King? Is it in anywhere in any of the parks? You've got um, a huge stage show in Animal Kingdom. See, I haven't been to Animal Kingdom. That's why I just thought about that. I was like, yeah, probably- it's a. They like do all the music from it. Then I would say Big um, Hero Six. Yes, San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco would make well. It's perfect. getting it. It's getting I, it. I, kind everything of. I've chosen. Everything I've chosen. We kind of got Moana. We got The Lion King, and we're gonna get San Francisco in the Pixar Pier, right? Is that what's happening? Well, they're putting it. You know, you know Disney California Adventure better than me. The um yeah the, the, the pier the San Francisco area not like the actual Pixar pier but like before like the wharf what was it called Pacific yeah, wharf or something it's all going there yep. they're they've already started on their they're a step ahead of me on this Eddie but they're oh. not putting in an attraction it's just going to be like a little quick service counter and a Baymax meet and greet which I'm like come on just put a all flat ride in or something like that mine was tangled you're right. Um, Japan, Tokyo Disney Sea is getting a tangled boat ride, but that won't open for a while. But no U.S. park has. I mean, the Magic Kingdom at Disney World has tangled themed bathrooms. That's it. Seriously? They're the prettiest bathrooms you've ever seen in your life, but that's it. And I'm like, this is a fantastic movie. And it has so many beautiful, iconic moments that would be a great the lanterns, cl- the, a great classic Disney boat ride type of environment. Lanterns gives you an incredible climax sequence. Like I just want to float in a in one of those boats. Like that's your ride vehicle. That's the climax sequence with all that. But then you've also got the whole sequence before where they bust open the dam um, in the mine, and you're like, oh, you know, that could be a really great kind of thrill sequence of it all. Um, some incredible animatronic moments with Maximus and Pascal. You know, they could be kind of like going all around there. Like, this is, why hasn't this happened yet? And it's a great, great movie. Come on. But I don't think this will be the next one we get. I think they are going to race to get an Encanto attraction out there as soon as they possibly can. Did you see it was like the number one streamed anything for 2022 by like by like three times the second place one of course it was yeah it was huge 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 on streaming um yeah but mine would be tangled like come on let's let's get that one out there well we wished for a disney attraction based off of a movie that doesn't exist but Eddie, if you were in aladdin and you were with the genie and he's offering you three wishes what would those three wishes be? Um, I I went a little more like Disney-esque. You know, I didn't like, I didn't say like world peace or, or anything like wisdom. that. Wisdom. Wisdom. Um, one, the carpet. I want a magic <laughs> carpet. That thing's legit. Like, let's be serious. That would be so much fun, right? Um, so I think my first wish would be for my own magic carpet. Um, my second one, uh, I said a lifetime pass to all Disney theme parks. (laughs) 
I think that would be well worth it. Um, and then the third one, I was a little torn. So I'm just going to stick with the theme here of the evening and uh, ban any Zootopia going into my beloved uh, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I love these. These are really good. Did you go with World Peace? All, I just did World Peace, <laughs> and then I walked off the stage with um, Mother Teresa, and that was, that was it. For whatever reason, I thought of... Um, uh, what's your idea of a perfect date? April 25th. <laughs> not too cold, not too hot. All you need is a light jacket. Love that. Um, so, so for mine, uh, first off, I want an awesome home theater. Like a Ooh. real, this has been my dream to That's have a good an one. actual yeah. theater room with reclining couches, just like the people that we, that used to, uh, House it for they used yep. to house it for, and we'd go over there when you'd house it for. We got snowed in one time, didn't we? Yeah, like we did. Snowed in. That's when you were doing vortex. When you were doing the juice fast too, which was a horrible <laughs> timing for that. I forget. How did you remember that? Because it I was, re- I'd never seen anyone do a juice fast before, and it was like it took so much work. It you took to a buy ton of a work. juicer to do that. Yeah. Like, anyways, and I've done it a couple of times since then as well. That's a lot. It's really good. Although for you, you do live with uh with like trees, you could probably get all the fruit from outside your house yeah, right now. That would be a lot easier. Hey, anyway. you know, it's funny you bring up the home theater. One of my recent uh like research uh obsessions has been the short throw laser projectors Ooh. projectors. You know what I'm talking about? Those are legit, but they cost like five grand. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, ooh, that would be really cool. I I want, I want that. I, I've seen so many videos of people like retrofitting their basements or doing a shed out back. That's the one I'm like, okay, I can do that. But I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Home theater. I want an amazing home theater. Um, I thought it'd be cool to have some powers or something. So like make me like Nightcrawler or something where I can like poof around everywhere or something, something in that space. Teleportation. Like, yeah. One of the Disney adjacent uh, X-Men something or another. You've had a long time fascination with Nightcrawler. I do like Nightcrawler. You've liked, yeah, for a long time. What also helps that his name is Kurt Wagner, spelled like (laughs) Wagner. So that helps. Hmm. And for the last one, uh, I so desperately, growing up in Indiana, wanted to be able to be good at basketball. Wanted it so badly and never had the athleticism for it. So you know what? Some good old hoops, some hops, some just like skills. I really, I would, I would love that. That would be awesome to be a basketball player. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. (laughs) But speaking of powers and all those things. This was so random. This was the one. This is the question. I'm like. I don't know. Not the Will Ferrell one. I fi- I figured the Will Ferrell one would. No, been no, that was fun. I was like, this. That was a good question. This one, I'm like, I- yes. So Eddie, which <laughs> you've got the gauntlet from <laughs> from Avengers is here. You don't know how to phrase the question now. And it's they they're basically saying, Eddie, I'm gifting you <laughs> one of the Infinity Stones. Which is the one you're gonna you're gonna pluck for yourself so so remind me what are the five infinity stones got the space stone the time stone reality stone soul stone and the vision stone i believe it's vision the last one mind i mean vision got the mind stone mind mind so mind soul Soul. reality power power and and time and time. I can't pick the soul stone because that's that just, just weird. weird. Yeah, that feels that just too feels weird. Really weird. Um, and we might not see Sarah anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the time stone. And what's your what's your rationale for that? Why that one? Um, because I mean, if you make a mistake, you could just kind of like turn it back and you know try again. Do you know what my favorite time travel movie is though? About time. Yes, you know me so it's well. It's so good. I'm going to cry right now just thinking about it. Honestly, maybe in my top five movies of all time. 
Top five movies, Def- go. Easily top 10. Easily top 10. <laughs> well, it all starts with that thing you do. And then, no. <laughs> We're going to go into this. No, I, I literally get hives when someone asks me to say my favorite movie of all time. I'm like, I shut down. I'm like, does not compute. It just does not compute. I can't. I have to break it into not just like romantic comedies, my favorite in that. My favorite, and then sometimes like it's my favorite guilty pleasure movie versus my right. whatever. It's it's just bad. It's bad. But so the the stones, there's something about the reality stone. It's so trippy, and you can just like make crap up, and you never know if it's real or not. But I just don't know if the if it holds. I don't know if it sticks well enough. Um, so. Like, I don't know if like I do all this crazy stuff, it'll, if it'll stay or if it's like, no, the moment I leave now, it's going to kind of like dissipate and go back away. But it was so sinister and so interesting. But I think I'm going to go with you again. Time, being able to go back in time is such a great ability. So, and it was super powerful for Doctor Strange. I think, I think it's, there's something yeah. in there. I think there's something uh, Okay, listeners, bear with me as I go down a rabbit trail trail here with JB. Um, the Infinity Stones arguably, I think, will go down as one of the best MacGuffins in film history, right? Like, we spent 20 films chasing these things down. Mm-hmm. What is the MacGuffin of the new phase? What is the MacGuffin of the multiverse? Kang? No, because I mean, a MacGuffin can't be a, a person, right? <laughs> maybe it's not. Maybe maybe there's no MacGuffin. Maybe there's no thing, but it is one Kang. I would propose that's why we're struggling with this new phase so much. May, may, uh, that's part of the reason. That's part of the reason why we struggle with this is you have no, no thing they're working to go get. Now, to be honest... Now, I feel like I'm a much more educated M- M- MCU aficionado at this point. But the first 10 years of them doing all, or is it 10 years? No, not 10 years. The first five years of the MCU, I would did not care about. I didn't have any like, oh, these are the Infinity Stones and all the background and all this stuff. But- like. But all the bonus scenes, all the bonus scenes, not all of them, but most of the bonus scenes somehow were like referring to them. Like they were slowly building that whole thing But still, like I was there for whatever the main storyline was, and they weren't always about the Infinity Stones, or we didn't know that they were in the Infinity Stones. It's like the test, it was inside of the Tesseract, but I was there for the, whatever the Tesseract was, not necessarily the stone. We didn't even know any of that stuff, or the Time Stone wasn't there, and the Reality Stone wasn't there. Like I was there for the... I think I've stumbled onto something here. Okay. I'm going I'm I'm to poke around talk. on this a little bit more. I need your TED talk I'll, about this. I'll start working on the PowerPoint. The other thing I really need from you, Eddie, is I've finally been able to corner you about <sighs> this is really just your question. Like I can answer mine. Like <sighs> So movie score, the best movie score in all of Disney is Newsies, hands down. It's amazing. I know it's not music it's like songs but i'm going with newsies for that and the worst is is muppet christmas carol so i've already said mine now it's your now the floor is yours for your ted talk you're already wrong and let me tell you why (laughs) changed my mind (laughs) you said score okay and you referenced soundtrack so soundtrack is the combination of both songs and the score coming together. If that were the case, if we're talking about soundtrack, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Newsies top. what you say was the worst? Muppet Christmas. Muppet. Carol. I don't know if I'd say the worst, but it's definitely not the strongest. But the question you proposed to me because of my, I often will bring up how much I enjoyed the score. That is the musical score underpinning a film. You said what was the best and worst Disney movie score? You are right. You are right. I'm sorry. I broke the rule. So let me break this into two. I'm going to say for the beginning, just best. Let's just go with best. Because you say I way overuse this. Let me just put this out there. 
I think arguably, just from a technical standpoint, you kind of have to go with the Lion King as the best score. It's Hans Zimmer, folks. Like he, <laughs> it's Hans. Uh, I rewatched the Lion King today with the kids, and just the opening sequence, and and so many other moments afterwards. The score in that That's a good choice is so powerful. So I would say, if you were to say what is the best. I, I think you're you're hard pressed to go anywhere uh, other than the Lion King. That being said, the best for me, my favorite, I have a really sh- uh, soft spot for Treasure Planet. I love what James Newton Howard did with the Treasure Planet score. Um, kind of a little bit of a of a some some Celtic feel to it, but also his typical soaring strings that just really sell that story really well. But the one that I'm most obsessed with of recently, and I think we will go back to as kind of a game changer. Um, oh, and I uh, just blanked on her name. The the composer, um, Franco, I think is her last name. For Encanto, the score. I'm not talking about the songs or the soundtrack. The score for Encanto is brilliant and just... I think helps the the magical yep. story soar to a whole new level. I agree. Um, so there it is. That's I put it out there for you. The best and my personal favorite slash best. Worst. Here we go. Here we go. I've been waiting for this for like 30 episodes. I love Emperor's New Groove, but you will go back and see my review. It did not get a five. I docked it down. Because the score is horrible. The, and even the soundtrack is horrible. And I know all you Emperor's New Groove fans out there are going to go, yeah, but, and mention to me Kronk's little like superhero theme song thing that he hums. That's all on Patrick Wahlberg. Like he does a great job selling that. That's a character da, da, choice. Da, 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 da. Exactly. That is not the score. That is not soundtrack. If you listen to that score, it does nothing for the story. And then many times it slows it down. It They could have helped the pacing of that movie so much by getting a better score. And here we go. I'm going to go real controversial here for you. I love Alan Menken. The songs that he has created are incredible and phenomenal. I don't think he is the best composer. Like Ooh. the scores, I'm speaking of the scores. So he started composing both the songs with a lyricist, Howard Ashman and others. Uh, and he's phenomenal at that, bar none. The man can write a melody like no one else. We hum Alan Minken, right? But the scores for the films, I think. I I just don't resonate with them. So you can kind of go through almost all the Alan Menken movies and listen to the score. And all he's doing is taking what he has written for the main songs and just kind of repurposing them. Ooh, interesting. And I, and I don't like that. It's not good. And I would say, for, I, I'll just go push it out there. Aladdin. There's so many moments in the score. I'm not saying the soundtrack. It's kitschy. It's kitschy. It's nothing... I don't know. There's nothing where I'm like, oh, I just want to go listen to that. Or or you're helping push the story forward anymore. Like Encanto is such a perfect example of this where you've got Jermaine Franco is her name. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda writes these incredible songs. They're amazing. But if you were to go through the rest of that movie and just hear reprises over and over of all the different versions of those songs... I don't think that movie would have the 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 vitality that it does. But with Jermaine Franco's score under it, it just soars and it becomes such a more magical experience because her they they let her do what she is really good at, let him do what he's really good at. So that's where I've got to so with worst scores, I keep emphasizing scores. I'm not talking about soundtrack, everybody. I gotta go with Alan Menken and throw out Aladdin there. I know that's a big one. But, I was not uh, ready for you to throw Alan under the bus. I know. Neither was I. Him. Neither was I. As I, But as I sat down and pondered, you pushed me for to days. This How many days did you spend thinking and contemplating this? Well, since the first lot. time I brought it up. 
I really have. Ever as since. soon as you brought it up, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this and then that. Um, but it was, it was, yeah. How many times did you ask uh, for your wife about it, like, and, and debate it, and like, well, I'm trying to process this and verbally processing it. Right I don't. Here. I don't know if I did. I don't know if I. I conferred. Kept this, with her. kept this close to the vest. You know, there's certain things that are just so delicate and near and dear. You know, to the to the soul that you just got to be careful. Oh goodness! Wow. Well, we've arrived. We've arrived at the time that so many. We find out whether or not we're going to watch the gorilla sequence from Shipwrecked again live to take. Live to save with the with the whole Disney Plus feature where you can watch it at the same time. So, great. So, I did it, and there was a question. I can't totally remember the question that came up, but I was like, I think I know which way this is leaning because it starts to lean pretty hard. Like, there's an obvious princess answer for most of the questions they asked in the BuzzFeed article, but my Disney princess that I am is Tiana. Really? Let me let me read off let me read off her bio. Do read. Right here. Do read. You are confident and have set clear goals that you intend on reaching no matter what the obstacle. People consider you to be resolute and fearless with a heart of gold. Mm, you do have a heart of gold, JB. Thank you, Eddie. Who is your Disney princess? Who do you guess? I I honestly have not spent two seconds thinking about this <laughs> beyond taking the quiz and moving on with my life. So I had a little bit of an identity crisis in taking this. <laughs> and that's why you're, you're, you hate, you hate it. Like you hate it so much. I, I disagree with the princess, Hardly. but then, then I read the description. I'm like, Ooh, maybe it is. Is this like when you took the Enneagram, Eddie? Is this the Enneagram for you? <sighs> well, you- I'm a four and we don't like being labeled. Okay. We're That's special. Why. Just let us be unique and special. Um, so let me. <laughs> so I get Ariel. Oh, what yeah. is, did you, do you have her description or no? I do. And it is, you are a dreamer who is always thinking of the next big step in your life. Some may think you have set your sights too high, but your friends know you are capable of anything. This is so perfect. You (laughs) are hiding. You are hiding. For both of us. (laughs) As I'm reading yours, I'm like, yep, mm -hmm, yep, yep, that works. So then Sarah takes this thing and she gets the exact same one. She gets Ariel. Yeah. Interesting. And she was like, um, either this quiz is crack or we're becoming one. <laughs> I mean, I totally see it for you. Yeah. So I asked my wife, I asked Colby to take this and her exact response was, where is it? I wrote it down. Uh, why would I take a quiz when I already know that I'm a princess and I already know that I'm Cinderella? Yes, yeah. <laughs> she was like, why, why do I need a quiz to tell me that I already know who I am? <laughs> now, granted, when I asked her which of, the three, uh, which of the three wishes she would have, she said, well, one of them is she would be an actual Disney princess. So There we so. go, there we go. I'm, I am shocked that Sarah got Ariel. I thought she would have gone Rapunzel. She is very much, very much Rapunzel. What, what, how is she Rapunzel? That's for another time. <laughs> That's just to save our marriage. I'm not going to go down, <laughs> down that road. She would agree with that, too. It's also her favorite Disney princess. But there we go. One Hundred episodes, one hundred life changing episodes, Eddie. Yeah, where we're at now. And so, for the hundredth time, your life has now been forever changed by another episode of Honey. We made a Disney podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your other favorite podcasts. And while you're there, please leave us a five star review or share it with your best friend. You can check us out at HoneyWeMade.com. That's where we have our full movie list that you heard us reference. Uh, where we've gone through all the Disney movies from 1988 up to 2003, and we will go on to 2005, including next week, 
as we review Brother Bear. Thank you for listening, and remember, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Diddly diddly dum. <laughs>